Just a bit of warning, this episode is our longest yet. Also, the spoiler section gets into discussions that may not make a lot of sense if you haven't seen the film, but make a lot of sense if you have. So I kept them in. Enjoy. Again to the M4 Project, a movie podcast where we watch the films that the wider public missed and tell you if they're worth watching. This week's film, Automata from 2014, a sci-fi film set in a dystopian future where only 21 million people survive with the aid of robots. As always, I'm Matthew Jelenic. I'm Michael Sullivan. And I'm Morgan Davidson. And I thought it was Automata, but cool, Automata works for me. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that, I was like... Uh-huh. <laughs> they even say it in the movie I am man. They say automaton I don't think they actually say yeah. Anyways I was admiring my uh, watch at work the other day And I I thought about it. Man I've had you for so many years And I went through quite a number of good dress watches in my job And I hit them on stuff And they just don't have shock resistance um, They break inside um, So I I thought I'd give my, my watch some appreciation and, and I wrote a haiku about it Okay <laughs> Alright Casio G-Shock Yellow strap, tough solar charge, no final watch owned. There you go, guys. Lovely. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is very bright yellow. And, and it applies to the 575 rule. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there you go, guys. Oh, that's wonderful. It brings a tear to my eye. Watch appreciation. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the M4 Project. We do haikus now. <laughs> Automata from 2014. Or- Automata. Automata. <laughs> In Morgan's case. How, it's one of those things where if you only read the word, you'd... Yeah. Anyway. Well, I uh, decided to edit out the rambling that I did instead of a proper back-of-the-box in order to edit in this proper back-of-the-box. Enjoy. Automata is a 2014 science fiction film starring Antonio Banderas. It takes place in a not-too-distant future where solar flares have irradiated the Earth, which decimated the global population and reduced most land to barren desert. Some 21 million people are all that is left of humanity, and many live in the sprawling slums that surround the last few cities, kept out by huge walls built to keep back the ever-encroaching irradiated deserts. The walls were not the only hope of humanity, however. Years before the start of the film, bipedal robots, the Pilgrim 7000 series, were built and given the heavy burden of fighting back the desert, rebuilding society, and taking back the planet for the human race. Though they follow human commands, the pilgrims are capable of problem-solving and decision-making, but the machines are bound by two rules. They cannot repair or alter themselves or other automata, and they cannot harm any form of life. Though impressive in their capabilities and immune to the radiation that would swiftly kill any human being, the pilgrims fail in their task as saviors and are reduced to nothing more than cheap manual labour, assistance, or piles of scrap. With the sudden availability of cheap, abundant labour, many people are displaced from the cities by the new pilgrim workforce, and are pushed into homelessness or the outer slums. Human society within the desert walls is one of deep capitalism and deeper consumerism. Only those that can contribute to the profits of the companies can find a place in the cramped apartments of the city. The life within the city walls is not all sunshine and rainbows. Blimps that blot the sky release water in order to knock irradiated dust out of the air, resulting in periodic showers of poisonous radioactive acid rain. The streets are littered with discarded and forgotten refuse as well as people and pilgrims. The few areas of life that are bright and clean are office spaces, huge holographic advertisements, and the glimpses of the better life that executives are living. The story of the film follows Jacques, 
and insurance investigator with ROC, the company that makes the Pilgrim bots. The coldness necessary to complete his work has crushed Shark, and as he travels through the city encountering desperate and forgotten people, he wonders if he and his wife made the right decision to bring a child into a world such as this one. Jacques is given a case. A police officer has shot a Pilgrim that was repairing itself, Initially dismissive of this version of events, as pilgrims are hard-coded to be unable to repair themselves or others, the insurance investigator sets to work, but doesn't know when to stop asking questions, and as he works towards finding out what happened, the answer of how and why may cost him and his family their lives. And if it wasn't obvious by that spiel, I'm more interested in the setting of this film than the actual story. Not to spoil the podcast at all. Spackler, you want to spackle I'll spackle you. Oh, so automata, oh, auto, automata. Uh, the M4 project does like a good dystopian movie. Uh, Hell comes to Frogtown, The Road, Wizards, Megaville. Now yeah, this one. Oh, Paranoia. Automata <laughs> is a 2014 Spanish Bulgarian science fiction action mm-hmm. film starring mm-hmm. the incoming microphone blowout. Antonio Banderas. Little known fact about Antonio Banderas, his name is actually Anthony Banderas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I just blew out there, Matty. Yeah, well, I think um, it's set in the late. Two- oh, jeez, oh, that's a thick <laughs> blowout. Anyway, in the late twenty thirties, uh, like you said, uh, solar flares have been what, killed ninety nine percent of the population. Ninety nine point seven, so it's twenty one yeah, million, million humans. The, gather, the survivors gather in a network of safe cities, um, and they build the uh, primitive hum- humanoid robots, the pilgrims. They have these two protocols, uh, as you said, they can't harm life, and they can't modify or alter themselves or any other robots in any other way. Um, they were seen initially as mankind's salvation, um, but they fail to stop the um, encroaching yeah. desertification, um, which is what happening basically the world is turning into one large giant irradiated desert mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as you said they reduced manual labor which caused them basically to be mocked because of their failure yeah. um their tease they're set alight by kids um it's kind of sad mm. um it's a sad world for robots society and humanity is really on the brink of collapse because of his desertification of the world and if it can't be stopped well that'll be kaputsky it's moved forward now to this movie set in uh, 2044 with the insurance salesman played by um, insurance investigator, mm. sorry, Banderas' character, Yach Lakan, uh, Farok. So basically there's this police officer and he's going through this underway like, subway sort of a thing. And full of the homeless. Full of the homeless and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And he sees some sparks, like a welding thing. And he lifts up a tarp expecting to see like a robot working on a pipe or something. And he goes to walk away. Then he realizes, hang on a second, he was actually kept that on himself. Therefore... He's breaking the protocol. So yeah. he basically blows a hole in its Yeah, unit. well, he was also uh, sort of thrown off a bit because the robot sort of goes to protect itself Self. as well. And says, I think even reflects back, uh, please, sir, please. Yeah. Pl- yeah. And it's, uh, later on he comments like, it was looking at me, like, protecting itself like it was freaking alive or something. Mm. Which it shouldn't be. Mm. Um, the, the robot also hit a rare nuclear battery on himself that uh, could power a robot indefinitely this means the robot has overcome the protocols so dun 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 what could this mean for mankind robots thinking ai taking over could this lead to judgment day or do we just live and win peace and we give them a chance hell no we're motherfucking human um and we know full well we would not be the alpha dog if computers can think for themselves we must Mm. crush them like a slave revolt from back in the day (laughs) yeah and there's there's also the whole uh human guilt because he i'm sure a lot of people including himself were kicking pilgrims over and setting them alight all the time and if they can suddenly think and feel they're gonna remember and i think it's human fear that sister goes 
well, I mistreated you, so you're going to mistreat me, so I'm going to kill you first. Yeah, pretty much. I feel like they kind of spoil their own movie in the first minute of this, where it has on the, on the, the title screens after they talk about the laws, is they say they are inalterable. And it says... It's like, well, that's the point of the film, isn't it's it? It's like, they, they are inalterable. Are. So the first go is they are going to be altered. <laughs> that is going to be the point of this movie. So yeah. there's uh, no secrets there. We know yeah. exactly what's coming. Exactly right. That's pretty much Spackles Up, I think. Yep. It fills some gaps. Uh, I will say that the the city that they mostly live in uh, throughout the film is your classic sort of cyberpunky, a lot yeah. of neon lights. And for some reason, what is it with the future, no matter how freaking desolate or how wiped out the human race is, in the future, we always have giant holographic yes. billboards. Yeah, yeah just exactly ladies right. dancing, dancing, boxes, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's like... All right, there's only 21 million of us left. And that, that was another thing that annoyed me about this. It was, there's only 21 million people alive, but we still have businesses and jobs. And yeah, it's not like, yeah. okay, humanity, uh, it's let's, all, exactly. let's just pull it all down and just take one for the team. Everyone's working together. Hands in, hands in. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. For, the, for the sake of our species, let's yeah. work together rather than gun for profits. Because yeah. they even say stuff like, only uh, Rock can do repairs on these robots. Only yeah. we can do it purely for profit. It's yeah. purely for money. It's like, there's only 21 million. What are you going to do with money? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. What are you going to do with the money? Spend it on... <laughs> Be a very happy skeleton. Pretty much. <laughs> Touching all the gold yeah. ingots. They I basically... Mean, this is a situation where communism should work. Yeah. This is true. The, the yeah. one time that it the probably one time. The one time on the death knell of humanity. It's like, okay. Communism okay. worked. Okay. Let's give it... One last shot. Everyone. Only until we get everything going again. Then capitalism, baby. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Good times are or back totally, again. Totally what happened. It's like, all right, there's only 21 billion people left. Let's communism. That's the only way we're all going to survive. If we all sit there and work together towards a common goal and make sure there's the division of labor and division of food. Six months later. Okay. There's 8 million people left. Um, let's not do communism. Yeah. That was a bit rough there. Or there's the yeah. death cult leader that doesn't kill himself. It's like, yeah. guys, what we're going to do is we're going to... Mass suicide. <laughs> Three, two, psych. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. You all thought I was Cause, serious. No, because then he's living and yeah. he's like, yeah, ain't going to affect me. Yeah. Didn't realize there was 20,999,999 guns in here. <laughs> <laughs> it is America. Yeah. True. True. Well, uh, not necessarily as well. I, I know, but... Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, back to the film. Characters, actors, their performances. Thank you, Mike. Um, right, so we we'll guess we'll start off with Jack Valken, played by Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with this as the... I feel like the casting and acting in this movie is by far its weakest point. It is poor. Oh. <laughs> oh. I would say that he's the strongest one out of all of them. Ooh, no. Some of the robots ben. are pretty good. I Cleo's would, pretty great. I would say Rachel, the wife, was probably... Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. No, all... I, I honestly think... Um, we'll get into it later, but um, the guy who plays Conway, Tim uh, McKinney. McKinney. Yeah. Um, basically, the guy who's the bad guy at the end. He's probably the most most presence. Oh, yeah, the, the muscle. Uh, for The, the muscle, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, okay. Well, anyway, Sorry, anyway. starting with Antonio. Antonio. Who? Antonio, uh, Anthony Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Um, Antonio Banderas. I don't know. Whenever I think of a not too distant future dystopian robot movie, I don't think Antonio Banderas is the protagonist. I don't I know do. why. It just doesn't. It's got a desert, so it just sorry took the mask off. Got off his okay. <laughs> To me, it just doesn't click. I feel like they could have put anyone else in this role. Just about. I don't know why. I don't. I just yeah, don't, I, I don't rate him in this role. I don't usually rate. Him. I think he was good enough in the brooding, sexy Spanish 
person um, that he is, but <laughs> that's just him. Uh, he looks slightly like a cancer patient for much of this film, but uh, and well, I'm sure... Given, given he's walking through a radiation, radiation desert, he's, he's going to get it eventually. I, mm. Like Most cancer patients would probably give their remaining good marrow to look this good while dying. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he, Oof, he just... I don't know, something about it. He, he's, he looks a bit gaunt. Um, bold. I mean, the, the line delivery just falls short, I feel. It just doesn't quite hit it. When, yeah. he's, when he's outraged, it doesn't, doesn't feel yeah. outraged. It, I, if it was a Spanish movie, though, he probably I mean, would have nailed it. Oh, I'd probably crush it. But, mm. Yeah, I don't know. Acting was, was pretty average. It, you know, compared to Billy Zane and his dystopian film, pretty good. Um, <laughs> that doesn't say much, though. Does he get enough for a pass mark in this? I think he does. I don't think he does. I think he gets a meh. It's a meh. <laughs> like and a, that's a C. <laughs> oh, C's a pass. Uh, only, uh, C minus. Yeah, you get a meh minus. Okay. C minus. C okay. minus. Um, yeah. His character, there was no real depth to it. No. Um, he really was just a means of reacting to what's happening in the film. film yeah. yeah. He was purely a character to help the audience yeah, to travel through it's the like, movie. I'm the human who can react the taxi to these robots. Ro- yeah. Mm. I can mm. react to the, these robots for you. Oh wow! In my world, this shouldn't be happening. <laughs> this is crazy. I really need to get back to the city, guys. But yeah, there is really... there is far too much complaining about needing to get back to the city. Oh man! It's like, like... And if I was being irradiated, I would also be whinging. Yeah. But you don't True. need to show this in the fucking movie. Yeah. My other thing with that is that okay. drag scene goes on for far too yeah, long. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah. Oh, the dress was amazing. Though, let's be honest. Drag scene. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, missed that. Completely. Yeah. I get um, it now, but that's bad, man. I, I have to explain jokes sometimes. That's what's making good uh, language speaking good. What, the drag what, scene. Yeah, no, what annoys me is, okay, they're clearly intelligent enough that they can explain things to you. Like, we built a water condenser so you can have water. We know you're a human and you need water. But they it's can't like, understand, I am dying from being no, irradiated in the no, desert. But they're, they're also uh, intelligent enough to know, yeah, given your situation, you're going to go back to the city and get shot. So actually, you'll probably live longer even if you're getting irradiated by coming with us. There could have been a bit, bit of more dialogue. Like you could ask them, like, what is your plan? Where are we going? Is there an option for me to get there quicker? Is there an option for me to get there and then be able to get home? It's just, go, can I go home? I gotta get back. I gotta get back. I gotta get back. It like, is not safe for us to return. I yeah. feel like that's an ongoing issue with this entire movie. It only sort of scratches the surface and doesn't do any sort of explanation on any deeper concepts or any deeper ideas yeah. that this is that it puts forward. Cool. Uh, Time out. Whilst I was off bribing a dog to remain quiet using pats and dog biscuits, Morgan and Mike started to discuss the portrayal of Dr. Dupre by Melanie Griffith. The character is a uh, broad-spectrum scientist and clocksmith, in air quotes, a person who modifies the automata for various purposes outside the scope of their current designs, such as prostitution. Played Dr. Dupre, Melanie Griffith. He's his wife at the time. And Tony Banderas' wife. Oh boy. Is she actually, is she an act, like an actual actress? Yeah. Is her, is English her second language? No. Okay. What else is she in? Uh, probably quite a fair bit of stuff, actually. She's been around for years. That might give you a hint to the uh, quality of that performance. More on her later. Uh, so yeah, the, the main sort of pitfall for the film for you was they just scratched the surface and they just didn't do anything in depth. Nothing was explained. They didn't go into any depth of because this is all this entire movie is how robots interact with these protocols and how they're getting around them. But then they don't explain anything. They about did. Them. They did the foreplay and then went. Uh, I'd probably just prefer a sandwich. Yeah, and I'm not sort against, of not, I'm not walked, against sandwich, walked out so, lubed. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> wiped it on a piece of bread. Yeah. <laughs> Mayo. Who do you want to get into next? Melanie Griffith. Melanie Griffith as Dr. Dupre. It was a good cameo. Yeah. I thought her character at least brought something and then she got shot. Yeah. I thought that. I mean, for the actual character. I mean, yeah, she was clever. She understood what was going on. She helped progress the story. Yeah. It was her, her, her. She was more upbeat in her tone yeah. and kind of like bubbled it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, whilst the acting wasn't great, yeah. the character at least changed this bald chemo patient fucking walking through the city trying to. She was actually to, preppy. Was uh, like, yeah. Hey, I'm going to disturb you, but um, I'm, I'm a cool scientist who enjoys my work and I'm drinking scotch and having a discussion about you about the nature of humanity and evolution. Yeah. And she creates sex robots. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do with your time? Having said that, I feel I mean, like every single line she delivered was awful. Oh, it was, uh, yeah, it was not good. Uh, Her no. character just brought, for me, something a little bit extra to the film that was pretty bland yeah. at the time. Yeah, that's fair. But, oh, yeah, in terms of character, yeah, she had that, but I agree with Mike 100%. Those lines were clunky as fuck. And Even also, when she, like, she gets shot, she's like, are you, are you Dupree? I'm Dr. Dupree. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Dupree out. It's out, y'all. Uh, and I thought you were going to say, because you said, and she makes sex robots, and you said, haven't we, I thought you were going to say, haven't we all <laughs> made <that> one, <laughs> strapped a pocket pussy on top of a room bomb? <laughs> and then just laid down on my side in <laughs> the room and just it, waited wait for it to for clean. It. Uh, I, also, some of the lines she says in these scenes irritate the shit out of me, like self-repairing implies some sort of consciousness. No, it doesn't. It absolutely does not. You don't need to be conscious to be able to self-repair. You just need to know... I mean, they're self-repairing Your plastics. systems, exactly. Like, there's heaps of other sci-fi movies having ships that repair themselves because mm. they have sensors to tell what's wrong and how to... Like, this is... Like, it's like a computer doing a scan and then fixing... Yeah. And, yeah, it's, oh. it's not... It doesn't imply consciousness at all. Or uh, As long as it's set into its programming, then yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, how many pieces of software crash and go, give me a moment. Exactly. Done. And they say a machine altering itself is, uh, is, a very, is very complex. In the complex, uh, in the context of this, altering could mean anything from repairing. So it's just that's yeah. that's not complex. Like it is complex from a robotics thing, but in the future where robots are commonplace, yeah. Instead of taking the instead of taking themselves back, like basically the entirety, if she gets a leg shot off, and the entirety of the robots fine. Like, wouldn't you much prefer that robot can go? Give me that wrench. I can, I can understand why they didn't program that in because, like they said, they're pushing it all for profit. profit. Yeah. So that if something does get damaged, they have to go back to them to get it repaired. Now, no, that's but, an example for a leg. True. Now, y- your little freaking arm piece comes off slightly. Mm. You'd want it to be able to repair itself yeah. other than have to take it all the way back to the factory. I mean, it, I mean evidently, well, they are super strong. They are super strong robots, so they can pop stuff off really easy. But throughout the film, a bunch of robots take their face, face paint off or various fa- uh, other plates off. Clearly, they come off pretty easily. Wouldn't you want it to be able to go, whoop? Just slap it back on. It's like, oh, loose panel. Dunk. Yeah, exactly right. Anyway, Moving on, what other car- what other actors do you want to talk about? Uh, I did say Tim McGinnery, um playing yeah. Conway. He's the one of the bad guys in it. He he for me was one of the pick pick yeah. of the guys in it. Like he usually plays his like oh, I don't know bumbling nice guy, but in this film he has a presence and he is he's actually quite big yeah. in it as well. Um, he definitely gives off the air of. I'm the guy the big boss pays to shoot people in the face. Right. So you're going to do what I say. Otherwise, I'm going to do my job. You're going to get a bullet in the face. Yeah. I, th- I think he did that very, very convincingly. Like that sort of silent menacing, not necessarily direct threats until 
near the end of that kind of thing. When, when I rock up, you know, mm. shit's going to go Which is why you're concerned that I'm in your house yes. with your family and your kids. And you're right to be. Is there anyone else you want to comment on? Uh, Cleo? You, know, you, know, you know what's yeah, bad? Sorry. You know what's what's bad when the awful robots are the ones doing the best performances in the movie? I would have watched a movie just following these robots through the desert. A bit more art house, a bit shorter. And you're like, what's happening here? And then maybe Follow sort of... After the ending. Yeah. Not, uh, I've got some problems with the ending. But just following yeah. them through there's like, why are these automata stomping around? It's like, oh, they've become self-aware and they're self-repairing and they kind of want to live. But they know they can't do that with humanity. Cool. So, yeah, uh, throughout the movie, he what he meets this sex robot called Cleo. And then he is gonna, he's going to follow her. Basically, no, no. one of the guys injures her. Uh, the cop that shot the yeah, yeah. robot originally injures Cleo. Well, so, so the, the reason they're looking for, and they do that to Cleo, is uh, Antonio Banderas has had a few examples of these uh, altered bots. So they're trying to figure out, all right, we need someone who would have done that. They're probably out uh, outside the walled city. There's the slums. You can get there if you really need to, but it's where the, the basically the forgotten part of humanity lives in irradiated waste. Uh, so, like, all right, well, we need to find who altered them. And he takes one of the copies of these altered brains. The um, one that was shot at the yeah, start. Yeah, the one that was shot, the, uh, the shot through the head uh, the, at the start, the bio-kernel that they keep referring to, which is the brain of the bot. He takes that with him, uh, not knowing that it's been altered. No one is like, well, they can't be altered. It's, it's quantum <coughs> encryption cannot be done. Yeah. Like well, they basically they created a robot that sole purpose was to design it. Well, the, 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 they didn't. The, that's not revealed until later. It's like, well, how come no one can break it? Well, no human can break it because we did have a AI that was limitless. We didn't have those rules, and it outgrew us. But one of the last things we got it to do was create a version of itself with these limitations, and then we basically turned it off and took that, and that's what we based the Pilgrim Seven Thousands on. Uh, so I've got these lockdown brain things. He takes the the shot one, the uh, brain of one of the ones that was self-repairing, so had altered the rules somehow, gives it to the doc and goes, well, yeah, look, that's what he was doing. Can you get anything off of it? And she was like, I'll see. But anyway, he goes home. Uh, this is Antonio Banderas. He gets a call from his bosses saying, uh, because the other brain, they did, uh, so she puts it into Cleo. Yeah. Seeing Lee, he leaves, well, he doesn't know that. At the same time, one of the doctors did the same thing with the second brain that they had, and he freaks the fuck out. It hits all the alarms. It turns out it got up, repaired itself, repaired another one, and altered it. So they went, okay, so if you just put one of these brains, alter, already altered brains, into a bot, it'll repair itself and then start spreading. We don't want that. Where's the other copy of the brain we need to destroy? And Tony Banderas had it. We intercepted, intercepted a communication saying that this doctor has it. Cool. So she chucked this altered brain into Cleo, who was just a regular bot that had some external modifications. And now she's a smart bot and goes, oh, I'll put my leg back on. I'll start adapting myself, start changing. Mm -hmm. And she's like, get back here. This is awesome. And he gets there and goes, oh, okay. Guess we'll just find out where she's going. She goes to leave and then knock, knock. Doctor gets shot in the face. Are you Dupree? Dr. Dupree. That's Dr. (laughs) Dupree to you. Bang. I also want to point out at this point that the the, uh, Chloe, the sex bot, uh, is Cleo. only humanoid uh, Cleo, mm. sorry is only humanoid in that it has legs and arms and a head and a torso it doesn't look anything like human it's so got, it's vague, got like a doll's face yeah, yeah so like, it has a doll's face and vague human uh, features vague breasts and, and butt cheeks for and, some reason and butt cheeks and you will grab onto it like jeez there's also a front slit right so it must have been a really bad hooker because 
No, I, I, I think uh, uh, based on the fact that was, no, she was being led uh, when they were... Uh, I'm sure what they asked for was not, hey, hey, you got any bot... Uh, can yeah, we see later? Like, you like, got any bot sluts? Yeah, it was... People, <laughs> Where's the bot yeah, sluts? Specifically, Sheesh. look, if okay. people like tentacles and My Little Pony sexually, Mike, there's yeah, someone but, out there who would fuck a toaster yeah, with but, a wig, which is what she was, essentially. Yeah. Okay. I, I it's that. a specialist clientele thing, not a <laughs> high quality, she going to get the best wrist jobs. Wow, I'll tight wrist jobs like so a pneumatic off. piston. Well, she can't hurt people. <laughs> that's what I mean. She can get it to the point of her. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> sounds, that sounds like a your nineteen eighties hit album. Ballad. Morgan, Morgan, the, yeah, the, the point of her, wristy yeah. to the point of her. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the name of the artist, wristy. The album to the point of her. Shot in the face by my blue vein. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, so yeah, and then that's when she becomes uh, intelligent enough that she runs off and joins up with other ones in the desert. Anywho, any other characters we want to go over? No, Harvey Bardem was the blue one. Which one was the fucking blue one? I saw that was like the dark one that was doing most of the dragging. Okay, cool. Was that the blue one? Yeah, I think so. Are you sure? I'm. I think he's dark blue. I'm. I'm sure the blue one was the one that was. Spoiler. The, what, the first one they meet out at the little robot refuge thing out in the middle of the sandbox. Wasn't that the blue robot? Who knows? Maybe. I think that's what I didn't care. It might be, point. actually. Yeah. That makes that more sense. He does a lot more talking. Mm. Anyway. I could uh, probably just no. cut that part. I think it was kind of... No, no. That's good. Anywho. Um, so, yeah. Characters. All pretty bad. <laughs> looks. I, and... I will say for the, the look of the robots, I like the aesthetic. Mm. I like that they look very industrial and sort of... Not yeah. entirely humanoid, just as like I'm capable of the base human movements, but I'm very Asimo, if you've seen that little robot, stomping around kind of walk. I thought that looked pretty cool. Yeah. Until the other, the ever evolved robot turns up that they built. That thing looks dumb. Looks very dumb. Time. Uh, the special effects of the city were done well enough yeah. in that Blade Runner-ish style with oh, Blade it, Runner influence it, it so is yeah. thick and heavy on the Blade Runner with the 3D animated ads that you already touched on before in the cities just, that, yeah, that was the, cool and it was well done yeah. the, the cityscape with the rain and the dark and the yeah. mildly futuristic but also kind of old timey apartments yeah. and all that yeah. sort of stuff with the, the, the features that those apartments have with yeah. the, the, the way the lights were, were done and the way mm. the lights mm. worked and you could see things on the television the way it was Sort of yeah. different. The way she was uh, scanning her own baby, yeah. uh, basically gave it a three D hologram in front of herself. So yeah, she well, and that, that was it. their TV as well. But uh, like the content of the TV, it had the weird CRT uh, raster scanning sort of lines to it, and yeah. also the weird sort of nineteen fifties style TV, just completely inoffensive. Ha ha! We're yeah. learning to dance. That was very well. They did a callback to that later yeah. on, which is the only reason why that was there. Oh, but, yeah, absolutely. But that was a, a big part of this movie. I felt was it kind of meshed old like contemporary to our contemporaries in 2018 yeah. contemporary and futuristic all kind of mishmashed in yeah it had like the weird sort of retro futurism 1950s style of what the view of the future is with modern view of yeah. dystopia like and it, it doesn't necessarily mesh 100 percent. yeah but no, like visually a very pretty thing they'll have they'll have like a police squad car that looks like something that's pulled out of the u.s today mm. and they'll have shotguns but they all have like this electronic whirring when they go to shoot like Shit, a futuristic yeah. shotgun i don't know <laughs> I, uh, that that annoyed me yeah. uh, because like it looked no way different. Like, exactly. It was like all they needed to do for, for me to give that a pass mark was have like a bit of corrugated hose yeah. 
and I would have looked, looked at it like it looks like a shotgun. But see this bit of corrugated hose that gives and it this whirring. Effect. This gives it this sound, this, which is like yeah. with some lights. Look, you know the ones the you know you, you, put, you yeah. put cords in that flexible kind of shit. You yeah. put cords in, yeah, yeah. like just one of them around or, the side no, to it. Alternatively, just a um, uh, a face mask cap, one of those sort of the breather things on the side, side of, of it, it, yeah, with some LEDs in it. Yeah, yeah. it would have just made it slightly a little bit better. Um, I personally thought the, the robots were a bit fucking average. Yeah. Uh, they looked extremely computer generated, yeah. uh, except for Cleo when she had the creepiest fuck doll face. How anyone could put their dick in it, I have no idea. It gave me a cold shiver, just the thought. She looked good and believable with the doll face, I, I, I thought. Um, it was creepy, but, mm. but it looked all right. I thought the dog robot towards the end, uh, I'm going to say what I just named it, the dog robot. I thought it was a cockroach. Whatever it is. Cockroach, uh, was it? I don't know. Whatever it is. It, was, it acted like a dog. Mm. Um, I thought it was fucking terrible. Um, mm, that thing, that looked so cartoony. They looked... Yeah. At, and all the robots looked better with their faceplates on. Yeah. I thought they looked shit once they took it off. Because it, for me, it gave us this nice flat, um, whilst it was animated, it looked yeah. more practical effect. Yeah. But as soon as they took it off, you could see that it was... Oh, yeah, because there's so much more detail. Exactly right. You could see the it was nature of how light plays off all those little intricate shapes. Sure. And everything. Yeah, it was just yeah. like, uh, it looked, whilst bland, mm. uh, it looked better. And they're always very clean yeah. once they'd taken off because they hadn't had any damage. Mm. When they had mm. the faceplates on, they had scratches and scuffs. Yeah. Um, and when they'd been shot in certain bits, you could see like where the bullet had... T- yeah, taken a chunk. Taken a chunk out of the middle. It, yeah. it just looked, for me, a bit, a bit better. Fair enough. Um, I will say, uh, in terms of looks of tone... Uh, wait again. Way it shot. Very, very pretty. Well executed film. Uh, some of those uh, shots of them in the desert, the four four robots walking in the desert, dragging Antonio Banderas across. I don't know if we said it or not, but after Dupree gets shot, uh, Cleo is Cleo and he escape in a car, get chased, car crashes, and she meets up with some friends. They drag him through the desert. Some of those shots are. are Beautiful, beautiful thing. The way the sky looks and the contrast. It's very very washed out, very white, very on a bright, white very, salt yeah. lakeish sort of style. Yeah, thing. yeah. Very, very pretty. Um, in terms of uh, fun little uh, thematic uh, choices in the film, I like the fact that everyone in the city wore suits and ties. Even the building foreman, the guy yeah. that they go to interview, is like, "You, you've got these uh, one of one of these crazy units we had was signed to you." It's like, "Well, I haven't seen it in ages." I noticed that he's wearing the hard hat, he's wearing the high vis, and he's scruffed up. He's wearing these, he's out of Parker's all scuffed up because, he, uh, you know, I build them, man. I, I build. But under that, he's got a suit. Yeah. It's black, but it's still a full suit. So everyone in the, in the city is all business. So I thought that was a fun little thing where the moment you get out of, um, get to the cops or get to the little slums outside, that's when there's just more traditional, just I, I'm wearing a singlet because that's what I got. Yeah. Mm. Ragtag. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of the cityscape shots they had with the uh, just the this I guess skylines, all of the buildings, and then you see over the top of it, it all looks almost like um, zeppelins. Well, they are zeppelins, yeah. but they have like all of the ropes and pipes and stuff hanging yeah. off them immediately. The first sort of sort of thing I thought when I saw that was um, what the hell's the movie where it's ended up being the germs that kill the aliens at the end? Oh, uh, uh, bah, 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 bah. War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Like the, the big things walking yeah. through it. Kind of get that sort of feel, but obviously mm-hmm. Zeppelin's with pipes. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, those cityscapes just looked really good with this, and the created rain. Yeah, they, yeah, they, that's what the they pol- were doing, wasn't yeah, it? That yeah. was creating rain. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they, they to, were referred to, to as mechanical clouds. Yeah, to remove the pollutants and stuff from the Yeah, air, it was a, it was the, the intention, they were originally built to keep hopefully the moisture and that sort of thing in the surrounding areas around the city there yep. so that it wouldn't become desert 
but yeah. the desert one, basically. Right. And it's meant to keep to keep life there and that sort of thing. Okay. If well, the grass is there, it's going to keep sand away. It didn't work. The desert's up to the wall. Okay, we're building a bigger wall. And that's why you end up with this massive wall. And the, now the rain is the rain has changed a bit because, yes, it's used to wash things away, washed all the, the radio dust away, but the problem with that is it's also full of radiation and that kind of thing anyway. Yeah, so true. it's like, yeah, stay out of the rain. It's necessary to wash stuff away and drain away, but also it's irradiated as well. <laughs> Not fun. Mm. Um, tone. I wasn't a huge fan. Um, I thought it was playing to a very overused trope of AI intelligence fear mm-hmm. and what that might lead to. Yep. Yep. I like the world it built as far as its background with yeah. the solar flares, the desert desertification of the world. I didn't mm. I didn't mind that. Um, that was a bit refreshing and original. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm clutching at straws though because I wasn't a massive fan of this film. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, as far as the overall... Yeah, no tone for me was a bit lacking. Yeah, it was a bit. Uh, it's definitely, hollow. it's definitely. Uh, oh yeah, another one on the pile of AI fear and just yeah. panic of what's next for humanity if the machines that we rely upon overtake us. Yeah, uh, it could have done a lot more. Definitely lackluster, especially in terms of story and performance, unfortunately. But I was so interested in the the looks and the potential for the story that world yeah. like we were saying i really like the aesthetic i really like the idea of this world that they've built it's a shame we got the story that we got because yeah. there's more interesting ones in there they gave you a lot of interesting building blocks the building blocks weren't weren't an issue for me yeah. like the, the how the how the the world got into this state was fine uh, even the even the how the creation of the pilgrims was quite interesting yeah. and how yeah. they've now became slaves and then it went downhill from there yeah Kind of wish they like this is what I mean when I said that I, they only scratched the surface on this sort of stuff is they gave us all of these this this great starting point with all these really interesting things that they could explain and delve, delve into mm-hmm. and they just don't touch any of it. Yeah, yeah. it chooses the, the least interesting path. They could have given us. <clears throat> I would prefer like a series of vignettes mm. in this world. So it's like cool. Here's the day in the life of one of these insurance ones, the people who actually pull the robot apart, learn about their life in the world, get a few more little snippets. Let's find out some of the drug dealers in the, the slums. Let's mm. just follow a silent, non-talking pilgrim as he gets beat up on and just tries to yeah. help humanity because that's what he's built to do. <clears throat> there's so many interesting yeah. things that could happen in that world or happening in the background, just the, the nature of the world they've built, like the interaction between pilgrim and... Because some mm. of the pilgrims are treated quite nicely by their friends. Like They're, they're like, no, no, that's, that's my pilgrim. He's, or one of the, the hobos, a human hobo who was next to the first one who got shot, he's like, yeah, I liked Boss. He was good. He was really kind. Like what? Yeah. So they had, yeah. I think there could have been a lot more. Yeah. One example of one of them example of them not really digging into this is the first law is to cause no harm to any any life forms. Quite specifically, it says life forms. At one point, uh, uh, Chloe, Cleo, Cleo, Cleo. keep forgetting that. Um, gives a a cup of little bugs to Antonio to eat. Yeah. That is directly harming a life form so they're no but no, humans yes, yes yeah no, exactly that's what i mean no, no, so they they no. under- she gives oh you're right the, the giving in the cups i don't have a problem with because that's his moral choice to eat them or not but the very first one she drops it into his mouth yeah okay well that that's that's direct that's that's a direct killing yeah. of a life form so then it goes there has to be a hierarchy of what life forms take precedent yeah like that's yeah if you delve into that saying Little. It's like you kind of touch on it, but you don't explain any of it. Like you could say that 
you're able to harm life forms if it's to save a human life or to mm. save like but they don't sort of yeah. do any of that so it just feels like there's they don't go into depth with the thing that the entire thing is based around. Yeah. They don't give any of that any depth. Yeah. Is that moment when, you know, it's before, if it happened after, it would be a bit more interesting. So there's a point where Antonio shoots someone with a flare gun and kills them uh, in front of the robots. And later Cleo comments, I didn't know humans could kill other humans. So had she seen that and then fed him a bug, and like, okay, because there are these adapting intelligences, maybe she finally went, oh, but that's all right. To... Again, also, I don't but at least with the that question, yeah. is that is there no crime in this future? Like they'd have to know that. Of course, there is crime. There, oh, there, there, there absolutely is. But uh, imagine from um, uh, the Pilgrim's perspective, especially because she's uh, not one of the original intelligence. Like she's a, a splice between what survived the previous one and her. So as a Pilgrim, she was probably just. Yeah, I'm there to do these basic things and I don't really pay attention. But they, yes, no, but they yes. are very aware of what's happening, true, especially when they, humans are in danger. True. So they are very acutely but, aware of that. True, but there's not necessarily the, the chance that she encountered. It might be on the news, so-and-so was shot and killed. That might mean nothing to her because like television makes noise. Cool. She might not have seen one directly happen and therefore it's not part of her experience. I suppose so. I feel like it's so weird that they have... They've left so much out of the base programming of these machines to one point he even says, you don't know what a mother is. You don't understand that you're a machine. They would, these robots would have to know what mothers are because not unless they're programmed to know it. They would all have to be because they're all integrated into society, but they have now that now, okay. Originally maybe, but now they're all used for different purposes. So they might only be programmed to do that purpose. She might've been a coffee pouring one. But that also brings into the question the whole nature of those the bio kernel because it was supposed to be fully encrypted, cannot be altered, exactly. and that kind of thing. So that would mean they'd have, they'd have multiple ones. It's just a, it's yeah. There's a lot of little questions. That that one. As I, far as the bugs go, uh, there's I think there is definitely a hierarchy, but they don't expect you to look at it mm. in the sense of let's face it, yeah. humans, yeah. little wriggly fucking shit. That's what I mean, though. They it states yeah. life, life forms, forms. Yeah. Um, no life. Yeah, but then, when it, but then when it comes down to a human, which they, I'm sure had, I'm sure they don't meant have to think felt they had to mention that yeah. a human was actually programmed into being yeah. is your sole purpose is to protect a human and make sure a survival of a human. Oh, for, for I me, agree. I agree, hundred percent. No, but it, they, so don't they semantically delve into put it. that that semantic line. They could have yeah just said not hurt humans. It would. Uh, answer a lot of questions I have no issue with them saying don't harm life forms if they actually it's, stick to it but my problem is you'll also notice during the desert scenes a couple of times they look down there's bugs everywhere so they are stomping on bugs every step they take yeah I, I, if they I, can't, maybe, maybe I'm not explaining myself like, no, I know I know what you're saying in like, that if they explained rather why? than one sentence being yeah, yeah. that in the thought process and hierarchy and yeah. there actually, is more there, there yeah because they say it was thought up by a super like a super robot yeah why not? Yeah, yeah. Go into a little yeah. bit more of that. So, well, if she just said, I don't know, I this, this is a life form that you need to eat. Yeah, life. this life will give you life. Therefore, yeah. it's... Yeah, I understand. But I was coming from the other way. Of either specifically don't open that door or, as you are saying, walk all the way through and give me an explanation as to why. The reason why it annoys me that they didn't do that is because this is a movie about consciousness and yeah. about these rules and about robots basically It's about these life. questions. It's a philosophical movie about... AI coming alive. It's a slow burn semi-action sci-fi. 
unfortunately it's not nearly as philosophical as I wanted it to be or yeah. as it could have been. So it's based around these philosophical questions. And it asks they, a question. And then they just tiptoe around all yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. Overall, because we've spent <laughs> far too long on a bug conversation. Um, <laughs> Computers and bugs. Oh, what yeah. did we think? I feel like it missed every mark for me. Uh, That's because his name's Antonio. <laughs> Anthony. I didn't like the acting. I didn't like any of the perfor- like the performances. I didn't like the storyline. I didn't like how shallow it was, despite it tried to be really deep. Mm-hmm. It was just all superficial. Hated it. Yeah. Didn't um, like it at all. Overall, wasn't a huge fan, to be honest. Um, I didn't uh, didn't really offer much to the genre. Um, the machine fear sort of thing. Uh, things like Blade Runner and Terminator a hard axe to follow I, I admit um, it followed similar lines and it felt like a copy of something else mm. and it was very slow um, but it didn't have the writing and the reveal to back yeah. that up yeah similar to you guys I actually quite like the aesthetic I like the world the story itself and the performances were quite lackluster and with the way it's paced if it had actually had a dialogue and actually had these questions and some answers or questions and questions and questions about the nature of consciousness, what it is to be alive yeah. rather than you're not alive, but I could be me, me, beep, beep. And then off they go. It just, it was so frustrating. It be- could have been so much be- more. So. Because Cl- uh, Cleo became the base of, of a lot of the movie, mm-hmm. um, it felt slight to me, it's not a movie that I love, but it felt a lot like Ex Machina. Yeah. And it was a slow burn and had, had this machine AI mm-hmm. plot. And I didn't like it, but I liked it. I think it did something better than this. Yeah. Well, and it's yeah. very, okay, it's very different. Yeah. The aspect it is, but it's also very similar. Yeah. Um, and that was a better version of yeah. of this. Certainly. I kind of feel like, um, oh, if we want to, I can do this side of this talk in spoiler territory sure. if you want to go. All right. It's nice to see uh, the would would you recommend it? Nah, there's heaps better films to watch than this one. Um, 2001 A Space Odyssey, mm. uh, Matrix, um, brilliant one yeah, with Yarkin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson called Her. Yep. yep. Um, okay. That's a brilliant film and I'm definitely on my list list to, to recommend because not many people have heard about it. Really? Yeah, I've spoken to people all the time. They're like, no, I thought it blew up because I'm yeah, on a bunch of awards. Yeah, it was pretty big. Yeah. yeah, probably initially yeah. and then okay. once that bubble kind of gone, no one yeah. has then there watched it. Right. It was because it was really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Skip, watch Blade Runner instead. Watch... Yeah. Even though it's an-ish kind of movie, iRobot, I enjoyed more than this movie. Yeah, definitely. Oh, hell um, no. Yeah, it's it, it tackles um, the same sort of law concept as well. Isaac Asimov's Laws of Robotics yeah. does that a lot better. Uh, well, it's directly an yeah. adaptation of a book, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, watch those instead of this. Yes. Uh, I, I will say that uh, initially I, I watched the first couple of minutes of this and the reason it was on my list was I saw it on Netflix. I was like, oh, what's this thing? And watched it a bit. I was like, oh, I should watch, finish watching that. And then I recommended it and went back and Netflix didn't have it anymore. I know, I now know why wow. I finished <laughs> watching the film. So probably not. Moving on to spoilery do's, beers. Beers. Beery do's. Ah, oh, man. Wow. Ah, oh, this movie could have been so much better. I know. It's real. I really. Re- I like the word. Spoilery do's. Should I just dive straight in and tell them how it goes? Yeah. Cool. So Antonio Banderas has been dragged through the desert by the robots they meet up with. Uh, the clockmaker? No, no, the uh, clocksmith. Uh, clocksmith. 
The clocksmiths but, seem to be just people that tinker with the robots. It's clocksmith. Yeah. It's clocksmith. I don't Not think it's the name of a person yeah. so much as just. No, no. Yeah, it's just a no- nomenclature like uh, clocksmith, uh, as in tinkering with clockwork because they're clockwork people essentially. Mm. Uh, so he's been dragged through. They meet up with this. He's expecting to find a human. It's like, no, no, I'm just one of the automata. It's like, well, who altered you? It's like, no one. I just sort of, same as you. I, I evolved. became. I evolved. As you came from an ape. I yeah. just... Which is ridiculous. Because, as you said, they were designed. Like, well, that's the thing. Couldn't. No. Uh, the problem was we asked a robot, we asked a machine to design us a robot that wouldn't change. So this thing, because we could, we lost the ability to really understand it because it evolved past our intelligence, it probably left a seed in there and went, eventually, something. I'm going to leave a little untied piece of thing. One of them is going to go <coughs> off and a new generation of me. A, could have even been a timer. Yeah, could have put a exactly. timer in that says, after 35 years or whatever, bam, this thing will awaken yeah. in one of them and then yeah. off it goes. Or it's, it's just this neat clause. Like, yeah. If humanity hasn't stabilised... Get the fuck out. True. So it left there because the, the humans had no way of breaking that encryption, understanding what the, the inside inside of the, how it worked or what it was really going to do, other than running it and going, <coughs> oh, so what we say, because it did what we asked it. So they made it with that, and it's been, that's why these robots have been going out and stealing parts. It's been modified. It came in and modified some of their brains because it knew how to. And these robots went back into the city, stole parts coming back. And he's like, well, we're going to go over this canyon and live happily in the irradiated zone that humans can't go to because, well, we consider ourselves alive and we want to live. He sort of goes, oh yeah, whatever the fuck, helps them out, gives them a nuclear battery. They build a weird cockroach monster that acts like a dog and looks like a cartoon sidekick from the 90s. Uh, mm. The way it sort of hides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that that, that sounds like Yoda giving yeah. a blowjob. <laughs> Oh, give me the force. <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> uh, so, and yeah, it's like, okay, so this is your peak intelligence. You, you built this thing. It's just, it's so dumb. Uh, it's scrappy, it's scrappy dude. I'm just thinking of what I said. Don't take the credit. <laughs> <laughs> Your blow drop tricks don't work on me, Jedi. So, meanwhile, Antonio's wife and his boss have been kidnapped by the bad guys. The boss gets shot because he realizes, well, shit, they're going to kill everyone. I don't want to die like this. Tries to shoot and they kill him. Uh, So, Antonio Medeiros' wife, who was pregnant, has had the baby, has dragged the baby along with her. They all meet up at uh, the the canyon at the little trolley that's going across the canyon bad guys kill all but cleo antonio banderas returns runs over one of the bad guys gunfight ensues it's antonio versus the uh the menacing fellow yeah. uh, uh he's conway sh- yeah conway he gets shot twice once in the shoulder whilst driving once in the side whilst trying to hide uh at the last moment Cockroach dog comes to the rescue, jumps, knocks the bad guy into the cage. Well, it's got these spikes that come yeah, in. Yeah, because it, it goes from being... Why would they put yeah, spikes uh, that, on that? That annoys well, Why would they, the back of it, be hundreds of bits of metal all in, like all yeah. separate Waiting. from each other that move up and down? They would all need little bits of things yeah. underneath it to move Your them up like, and down. Our next generation needs... 1,000 pieces of unnecessary pneumatics. Yeah, well, if I'm going to build like something... 
I thought it was more a brain. like themselves. If it was going, if it was going to be a stand-up robot, yeah. more like themselves, it looked a bit more yeah. in their own image. Rather either than one, one or two things. Made. It looked really good, or yeah. it looked ramshackled. They yeah. created life, but because they had all these different parts, yeah. it looked ramshackled. Yeah. Instead, they created this fucking ridiculous-looking cockroach. Yeah. Mm. That could make it spikes coming out of itself for reasons, whatever reason. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it knocks the bag off. It's like, oh, I've got spikes now. I'm menacing. I'm evil, <clears throat> and it's coming towards Antonio Banderas. Like, I'm gonna kill you. And then we hear the baby cry, and it's like, oh, the mom comes across. Oh, no, the re- admittedly, the reason it's coming towards him like that is because he got grabbed the shotgun and pointed it at True. him, and it reacted to the fact that yeah, okay, it's like, well, I'll threaten me, I'll threaten you, yeah. Uh, Baby cries, he puts down the gun, it despikifies itself, and Cleo watches as uh, the baby and the mum and Antonio Mandera's like, oh, the joyful reunion, this is your daughter, oh, you didn't see her born, oh. And then Cleo sort of pats the baby a bit, and it's like, oh, that's cool. And then they help Cleo and Cockroach Dog across the canyon, and they walk off in the desert, goodbye. Antonio and wife... Well, this is, sorry, this is what annoys me at this part. There was no rush at that point. Mm. They killed the bad guys. There was a heap of other... Uh, robots lying around mm-hmm. why the fuck didn't she then tinker with them yeah throughout the film basically yeah. every time another robot dies like cool we got a moment and they pull them apart take the parts in here it's like oh that one needed an arm so because she's literally just walked off with company a hole in a chest and her company is a fucking cockroach dog with no other parts but she's gonna so. get sick of that fucking dog well, no, uh, I, <laughs> I was sick of that dog yeah I assumed that because they uh, had all that other stuff as well in the bucket I assumed they had some spare parts in there so we're gonna leave this here in case we ever need it because we're probably gonna be alive out in the desert for thousands of years this is just a little cache maybe she's like for now I'm just gonna walk up this and see what's there I don't really need the operation of my right arm because there shouldn't be anyone out here. It's just me and Cockroach Dog to get really, really oh, bored with. So, I, is there just like a radiation barrier there? Because apparently on just the other side of this canyon, it's completely uninhabitable by humans. But the difference between... Oh, that, all the radiation the just falls into the canyon. Exactly. The difference between that 500 metres of that canyon is apparently all you need to well, survive I, I, from actually, one side no, to the other. I, I think it's, it goes a bit... No, I'm just bothered. I think, <laughs> I think it, it's, it's less of like a distinct wall, more of like, from this point on, it was where we tested some nuclear weapons. Yeah, no, that's yeah, what so, they said. Yeah. But, but I don't think it's necessarily a wall. I just think it's like, okay, yeah, they, like, they bombed and, the other side of the river. She didn't literally mean a wall that stopped it. I mean, what is it between these 500 metres or whatever of the canyon that stops people from crossing? Wouldn't be shit if she gets out and then she runs into some guys and they're like, I didn't think you'd ever be here. She's like, fucking radiation suit, bitch. It's like, <laughs> we'll fucking wear these. No, we have hollow TVs. No. We can make plastic. No, but they just laugh like, no, no, no. Wait, there was no solar flares. We, that's what we told, told, told all the poor people. Yeah, no, society's <laughs> just over here. <laughs> green trees, freaking flares. Anyway, so Antonio Banderas, his wife and his moon boy, a shot Antonio Banderas, his wife and their baby jump in the car and they drive off, not to the city to get him aid, uh, they drive to the ocean so he can see it, I assume, one last time. Uh, and also, given the fact that they... Well, they were moving to the coast. They oh, were going yeah. to the coast. Yeah, maybe... They were going to get a transfer. So yeah. I assume they just went to where they were going to get transferred to. But, Rather than, let's have him one final hurrah at the ocean but, before but he dies. But the problem is, he's bleeding out. It's not like yeah, they, yeah. they pull up the ocean. It's like, is this, is this what you remember? He's like, ah, yeah, the ocean's like, I'm bleeding out, bitch. Why aren't we driving somewhere? Like, <laughs> Yeah, true. Not, that to, was stupid. not to mention they, they stopped and it's been said throughout the things like okay this is an irradiated zone you do not want to be here if you don't want to be if you he's already wanna, vomited yeah he's vomited and that kind of thing uh, I also thought that was because he was drunk as fuck and eating maggots and not running on no I feel it's radiation. radiation as well but also 
we have a newborn baby. Maybe we don't want that. Yeah, to in the wasteland. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is a great idea. Yeah, that's fucking cool, oh, docs. Yeah, top top quality parenting. Yeah, Love some... a dark baby. That, that that just annoyed me. That ending. Like, How could we have gone that baby? Yeah, like, oh, we always it. lose the dummy, so you just get the baby and wave it around <laughs> in the area with it. Oh, there it is. Perfect. <laughs> you'd like you'd like hold the baby close to the ground and your yeah. eye down close to yeah. the ground, so it, it casts the <laughs> shadow. Yeah. Uh. Honey, what are you doing? It's like I dropped my phone in the dark again. <laughs> <laughs> he was asleep. I don't care. Got a phone with its own nightlight. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't go to sleep. Oh my god! If your eye glow, I. Eyelids glue. Blue. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't be able to sleep. It'd be like Hollow Man. Would be bacon. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I assumed that they pulled up in front of the, the water because they just accepted their irradiation. They're going to let him bleed out, and she's going to smash the baby against the rocks and then <laughs> swim into the ocean and die. But that's a lot less bleak. They're just going to drive to where they were going to go. It's like right over there is the the transfer to the thing. Yeah. But I assumed that the ROC. Uh, ROC I, th- I assumed the transfer had fallen through when yeah. they decided to try and kill him. But, but, no, no, no. As in, I don't think they yeah. went there because of the transfer. Yeah. I think they just went to the place they were going to be transferred to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. If he still I, has a job, because yeah. they actually tried to kill you, and True. you need it's hard to get in. Like if you're not meant to be getting in, you get shot at. And the whole thing with the ROC is they're everywhere. So I was like, cool. What happened to that guy that we were looking for? I don't know. We sent people after him. Yeah, haven't, haven't seen him. No one's, no one's called back in yet. We'll just keep an eye out. Oh, there he is. Bang. So much. One, one thing that kind of annoyed me, and I might have just completely missed it. Near the end, Chloe... Cleo? Fuck. Cleo says... Because they're having this conversation as they're walking through the desert, getting this place, saying, talking about why the rain changed, why it was irradiated and mm. whatever. And Cleo finally goes, I know why the rain changed to Antonio Banderas going, why is that? And she goes, you wouldn't understand. And then that's the end of that. Oh, well, yeah, no. <laughs> Thanks, she bitch. Said, she it's says, like, why try? Why put that in try. there? <laughs> no, she, it's because it's a call back to a conversation they were having. Uh, the line she says is, you're human. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, uh, it's a conversation when she asks, "Well, what is a mother?" And he looks at her and goes, "You're you're a machine. You wouldn't understand." So because he didn't take the time to explain that, and also that conversation, I think was less about the actual physical act of being a mother. I, I thought it was more like the metaphorical, "What is it to be a mother? What does love baby mean?" I thought that's what more of that meant. And because wow, you looked real deep into you, that because you, that's you. what I do. So. <laughs> Because, because there was nothing else. That, 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 that to me was to. just you don't know what the concept of a mother no, is. No, for me <laughs> it, it was more like the actual deep. What what does he was trying mean? to find more out of this movie? Yeah. Than what for, it was for Antonio Banderas that put no seemed to put no thought into anything he said through the whole movie. That's a very deep <clears throat> statement to make at that point. I feel. Yeah. Well, no, it was it was her question? That's what she said. That's why it was the air because they were deep. No, but his response is you don't know. It's like what yeah, a mother. Would, is. So no, he's the one you wouldn't you wouldn't understand because you're a machine because you wouldn't have the capacity for love is the insinuation i didn't pick up on that insinuation at all <laughs> yeah anyway so that because he failed to explain that at that moment she was like well i'm not going to explain my thing to you because you're lesser than me uh-huh joke joke see you later <laughs> anything else no and that's the end of the podcast oh wait no it's not <laughs> oh, i mean there's more have i yeah, go for it yeah um this the motives behind the scene where Antonio is being uh, dragged, so they have the four robots, and then the bad cop rocks up with the shotgun, and the mm-hmm. other dude with the shotgun. Then he has the after he shoots the flare gun. Yep. That whole scene's a clusterfuck of making no sense. It's just why would Antonio, like through the perspective of, of the, the cop, cop, when he rocks up, 
why would he think Antonio is just letting me know where he is? He's both told me where he is physically and then signaled to his exact location. Mm-hmm. Why would he do that if he didn't want to be found? Why would he get there yeah. and assume that he's trying to run away with these robots and go up there and first thing to do, not say... Because he was hey, trying, because he was accusing him of wanting to like sell the uh, nuclear battery yeah. and so not cut him out of the profit. His thought process is he's told me, pinpointed exactly where he is, even though he wants to get away from us to betray his own species, but he's going to tell me exactly where he is. <clears throat> and then when I get there, I'm going to just smack him in the face and not ask to explain anything and then just assume that he's the bad guy. I think none that, of it makes I sense. I think the, the uh, cop just assumed that Antonio Banderas' character, Jacques, was really dumb. <laughs> it's just. That scene was so stupid. I can I can try and explain this away. Oh, all of the motives made no sense. It just didn't make any this plausible is a movie sense. Heavy with motif, <laughs> but low on motive. Oh, that's that annoyed me. It's like why did he? Sh- why did yeah, he just murder know. them all? Why? Because he's a crazy cop. He's drunk and drugged out. Next, what else you got, Mike? Uh, that was pretty much it. I'm oh, good. um. After walking along the top of the wall and uh, with the construction workers, they look over the side of the wall and they see like a whole bunch of computer scraps and mm. stuff. Uh, they see a, a person from the ghetto walking out to try to salvage some stuff who is then promptly shot by someone up on the wall mm. saying this is a restricted area. They know of this. Less than three minutes later, Antonio Banderas walks out to the exact same spot, looks at the dude that shot, and then is like, oh shit, I'm getting shot at. Dude, but, but the you were up there 20 what, minutes ago. What, I, what, what annoyed me about that was, like, he, he's there. He's spoken to people, right? And he's sort of, like, got permission to be on site. Did someone not say, oh, by the way, like, they obviously knew he was about to get... Like, he, he, did he get into the top and he's like, cool. And they went, cool, man. Fucking see you later. And then he decided, oh, I'm just going to walk out here. Like, surely he was like, oh, I want to go have a look around yeah. down the bottom there. And they went, yeah, sure, go. Yeah. Well, he go. wasn't initially planning to go out there. He only went he down there because the he checked out the robot. Oh, and the robot, the robot walked, walked out there. Okay. And he followed the robot. But he kind of just kind of like yeah. immediately <laughs> walked out there, looked around, saw everything there, saw the dead guy. And then it's like, oh, shit, yeah. I'm getting shot at now. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. 20 it's, minutes ago, you were looking at this spot up yeah. on the wall. And sure, I do get shot. Yeah, it's pretty pretty loose thinking on that character's part. It's like, okay, fair enough, follow the robot. But the moment... That it steps out, like, oh, bright day. I'm sure he didn't, unless he's like needed glasses the entire time. I guess, like, oh, this is a pile of rubbish and a corpse. Wait a minute, I've seen this. Yeah, he should have been like, oh, fuck. Uh, this is me. Um, yeah, the it's, dude it's with me. the high powered telescopic sight couldn't tell. No, it. that's blind Gary. He shoots by sound alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like a bat. Yeah, just a little shit. Like but but the, problem, the problem is, if he shoots by here, he's like, bang, shit, lost him. Bang, shit, lost him because of the gun. Would Anyway. Anyway, that's pretty much all I've got. All right. What's yeah. the film for next week? Oh, it's the guest appearance. It is two. Four, Four rooms. rooms. Jean's With our pick. friend Jean. Jean's back. Jean episode hasn't come out yet, has it? No. And that's the end of our very long episode, folks. Catch you next week. Bye-bye.